Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're your host, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover, and we're so glad that you're listening today. Very, very glad. We've had a we've had a fun week this week. We have. Week. Yeah, we have. You want to tell everybody why we've had a fun week? Well, it's going to sound terrible when we lead it off like that. But <laughs> it's very true. So, um, yeah, so our kids are at youth camp this week, um, sleep away for the first time ever, um, that the two of them are, are the both gone time. at the same time for a whole week. So last year, Josie went to camp, mm-hmm. and... Um, and we were like, next year, they'll both be in middle school, and they'll both be gone for a whole week. And it's usually the week around our anniversary, because mm-hmm. our anniversary is the last week of June. And uh, and then our church comes up, and they cancel the away camp wah, for wah, middle schoolers. Wah. And uh, they're doing like an in-town thing, and we're like, no! Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, so never fear. There's a church around the corner. Churches are always doing youth camp. <laughs> so church around the corner is doing one. Yep. This week, and we're like, hey, kids, interested? And they didn't know a soul, but it's at the beach for no, a whole week. Yeah, well, they knew it. They've been to VBS there a couple of years, so they, they know have. some of the kids. But Yep, yep, yep. yep. And so they, uh, so they left Saturday, and they're coming back Saturday. Mm-hmm. So was that eight days? It's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Long time away. It's, uh, it's, how, how are you doing with this? I'm all, I'm all right so far, but we're, okay. we're only, what? Three, four. four days in. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's starting to feel like they're gone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I miss them. Miss those little boogers. They're, uh, yeah. they're having fun, though. They are. And they're having fun. Yeah. And we're, we're able to spend some good time together, which is awesome that yeah. it's rare to have that kind of uninterrupted time by ourselves here at the house and, and at the farm just to enjoy. And, you know, we bring other couples in to kind of enjoy it as a retreat setting, but it's kind of been cool to enjoy it ourselves and, you know, yeah, it's kind of our kind of our own little retreat, yeah. farm retreat away. That's right. That's right. And so it's been great. So mm-hmm. we've been able to do some things this week we we haven't done in a while, and one of those was we have not kayaked mm-hmm. in two years. That's right. And so we love well, we loved kayaking, but since we moved to the farm and been so busy, we just haven't kayaked in a couple of years. And so it was so fun Sunday. We uh, we took the kayaks out, and we have a lake uh, 20 minutes from our house, a little uh, day-use area, and so mm-hmm. we put them in, and uh, man, that was, it was so much fun. I remembered how much I like, how much I like kayaking. It was relaxing. It was great, and uh, and we packed lunches and went out, and it was cool because we, you kind of found, man, when you're kayaking, if you get into this if you get into like over in a little small cove, usually big boats can't come and, and yeah. wash you away there or make waves or whatever. So you can kind of, it's just kind of glassy. If you get far enough back in there, you're away from the waves. But there is this tendency that, so so we took our lunches and we, you know, we got to a, a point, we had like a late after I say lunch, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. But um, we, uh, you, you actually packed like snackables. Yeah. Yeah. Charcuterie, or modern term, charcuterie board. They're snackables. That's charcuterie, all. Lunch, charcuterie boxes. Charcu- yes. <laughs> you can't take a board on a... on a um, Snack, Snackle yeah. box. There you go. I like that. That's Let's call it that. Snackle, snackle box. box. So we took those out, and we were we kind of had, had gotten over to a quiet little cove. And um, the one thing I have to admit is I one of the things I am the most terrified of in life is snakes yes, and um the the water variety are they're never going to be good um especially if they're on top so um 
you get back in a cove and sometimes you end up it's like you look over and I'm like, okay, that's snaky over there. If you just stay out away from the sides, it's not too bad. But if you get over but all that, that's the best place to kayak because it's quiet and yeah. it's beautiful yeah. and it's marshy and all of that. That's right. But I, I just don't want to get too close over into that marshy area where we might find moccasins or I something. Gotcha. So I, so anyway, so we would, you know, we were eating our, our little snackables, <laughs> whatever it was you called it. <laughs> snackle box. Snackle box. We're eating from our snackle boxes, <laughs> like a tackle box. <laughs> okay, yes, I finally exactly got like it. a tackle box. <laughs> I finally got it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so we're eating, and every time I, I would see that we're just kind of the waves, even though there's not really a lot of waves, we just kind of drift over towards the snaky area snaky area and then i'd have to put everything down and start paddling let me get a good distance away from those little snaky areas we did not i, I one time i thought i saw one over on the water and i was like i think that looked like a snake moving over there but i don't it was a stick um, probably usually yeah well, anyway but i did not want to drift into something that would be dangerous and would scare me to death and be harmful and all those things. And totally understand. And, 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 you know, it kind of serves our marriage, right. When we're kayaking, that there is one of us that is mm-hmm. highly fearful of that and always looking out because the other one of us, maybe me <laughs> is not thinking about that at all. And yeah. I'm just enjoying my snackable and, <laughs> The kayak and everything that's going on. Snackle box. Snackle box. <laughs> and, uh, and not even thinking about snakes and turtles and yeah. things like that. Yep. And that's, it's good. It's good that you can balance. But one thing, and, and this kind of leads right into what we're going to talk about today. It's always good if both of you can watch out for drift. Watch out for yeah. drifting into things that could be hazardous in your relationship. And I feel some, like we're not talking about kayaking anymore. Oh, maybe Have we, we drifted into another topic. We might have drifted into something <laughs> a little more meaningful than snackle boxes. But you know what? We need to like term coin that. Maybe we'll make some money on it. I wonder how many times we've said the word snackle box already. I don't know. I'm gonna like hashtag it <laughs> <laughs> and see if it, see if there's any such thing. Oh, it, it, it's out there. It's I've out seen. There. Yeah. I've okay. Seen. Okay. So I didn't make that up. No. Oh, oh really? <laughs> well, I'm a little less impressed now, but you know, it's just, <laughs> just listen. Be impressed that I remembered. <laughs> the fact that I good. can remember something is way more That's impressive than the fact that I can make it up. Okay. So anyway, back to our topic. Um, Avoiding drift, because in our relationship, um, drift, drifting into things or away from what's important can become dangerous in your marriage, mm-hmm. and that's, um, that's what we want to talk about talk today. About today. Mm-hmm. All right, we like to call this segment, Do You Know Your 80s? As Gen Xers, we've got a couple of Gen Zers in the house, so we're going to put yeah. them to the test. All right. All right, here's the first question. Which popular 1980s rock band got their name from the 1960s movie Barbarella? Duran Duran, Skid Row, or Tommy Two-Tone? Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Good job. It was Duran Duran. Kobe got a point. All right. Here's the next question. Which 1984 to 88, 86 game show featured the whammy? Was it The Price is Right? Joker's Wild or Pressure? The price is right. Price is right. Yeah. Joker's Wild. 
No. Answers pressure luck. What? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's the next one. Go ahead and make my day. Was a famous quote by Clint Eastwood in which Dirty Harry sequel? Sudden Impact, Magnum Force, Tightrope. Tightrope. You, you have no way of knowing this. So. Tightrope. Magnum Force. Oh, sorry. The answer was Sudden Impact. <laughs> Neither of us got it. Okay. True or false? The Millionaire Boys Club was a group of young men who forced wealthy people to sign over their assets and then murdered them. True. Oh. Mm, that was incorrect. Mm. Wait, that was a true or false? It yes. was the Billionaire Boys Club. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of that. Me either. Okay, what was the name of the Las Vegas hotel that caught fire in November of 1980, killing 85 people and injuring almost 700 people? Oh, my. MGM Graham, Bally's, or Circus Circus? MGM Graham. Mm, yes, it was MGM Graham. Yes, oh. I have two. All right, Colby. Way to go, Colbs. Okay. Two nothing. What was the name of the character played by Michael Shuffling in 16 Candles. That was one of your favorite yeah, movies. Was it wasn't? Jake Jones, Ryan Baker, or Jake Ryan? Jake Jones. Jake Ryan. Josie got Jake it. Ryan. Jake Ryan. Two to one. Yep. Okay. Who was the TV action star of the 1980s that had a pop album in 1986 entitled Heartbreak? Don Johnson, Bruce Willis, or Edward Bruce Woodard? Bruce Willis. What was the last one? No. Or Edward Woodard. Edward Woodard. Nope. Mm. Don, Don Johnson. Oh, it was the Good first job. Day. Who won? Colby. Colby Yay. won. Way to go, Colts. So today we are we are back talking about the drift, but I'm um, I'm listening to that. Mm, snackle boxes. Snackle boxes. But I'm listening to that. So we pre-recorded some of these '80s things. <laughs> they were probably wondering. I thought your kids were out of town. I know. I know. And I'm like, oh. They're f- I hear their little voices, and I'm like, you know, it's our goal though. We do have what where they're they're Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to raise them like they're Gen X. So. Exactly. I mean, I know. no For better real. way. So that first question was uh, Duran Duran or Tommy Two Tone. Can you name a song by Duran Duran? I don't believe I can. Can you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wild Boys. Wild Boys. Uh, Something other. And then. Uh, and then. And then Tommy Tutone, this is the real I have no ready. Clue. It's your favorite set of numbers coming out of the 80s. Eight, six, seven, five, three, <laughs> <Fair nine. laughs> Yes. That's Tommy Tutone. Okay. I, I had no idea. Yep. But, yeah. I believe that's true. Fact check me, and if I'm not right on that, someone please comment mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the topic at hand. Drift. Mm-hmm. I drifted away <gasps> from the topic of hand, at hand. Yeah. You're, you're. So, so in, in our relationships, though, let's define what is drift. What is drift? Okay, drift, um, I'm going to read the screen right in front of me. It's unintentionally moving away from each other in your God-assigned mission. Mm-hmm. So, unintentionally, mm-hmm. that means accidentally. you Yep, accidentally. Not on purpose. Moving away from each other in your God-assigned mission. Sometimes it's even doing good things, but they become the enemy of the great. Mm-hmm. To go off of Jim Collins' book, mm-hmm. good becomes good to great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see this a lot of times in couples that I work with. Um, They'll, they'll have issues, and they'll come in, and we'll talk, and these things have been going on for 10, 15, 20 years sometimes, yeah. and and they uh, they don't realize it, and they just unintentionally drift, and typically it happens when kids come into the picture, mm-hmm. or when one, the, one of the spouses gets a job promotion, 
and life gets busy with job and with kids and now kids are going to school and then as your kids get to be a certain age well now they have their own lives and now they have their own interests and everything in the family becomes about the kids interests and work and all of that and what begins to happen to the couple is they think Man, we're doing really good. We're doing this family thing great, mm-hmm. but yet they in, they unintentionally drift from each other. Mm-hmm. Because if you have more than one kid, well, now you can't play. You know, you can't just both be with that person. Now you got to play zone. Yeah. And and divide, man to man with two, and, and if it's more than it's zone, now you take one to theirs. Yeah. I got to take the others to theirs. Just grab something to eat, and and I'll see you in six years. Yeah, and when time. <laughs> is not spent, you know, we just got done talking about the five love languages, when quality time, doesn't matter if it's your love language or not, is not spent with that person, then you intentionally, unintentionally mm-hmm. drift apart. Well, and you can even be, I mean, like you're investing in your kids, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm, I'm pouring time into my kids, or maybe you're investing in other friendships, or, or family, or things like that, but if you're not careful, it's kind of like, I can get so caught up in that little snackle box that I totally forget that I have moved right over into the water moccasin area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I sometimes you got to put that. It doesn't mean you don't you don't invest in that, but it means you got to occasionally look up and start paddling back, you know, to get mm-hmm. back on course. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I agree. I think it does take a balance of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this balance of. Okay, we're going to, the kids do have things. They have yes. stuff going on and you want that. It, it's fun for them. It's fun for you. We love being at the ball field. But man, we can't pour everything all mm-hmm. the time. Our kids can't do everything and they can't do everything year round. And mm-hmm. they can't, you know, because it's not good for our family. It's not good for our marriage. And so, I mean, I talked to couples that's, I can tell you the last time we had a date night. Right. I've talked to couples that I couldn't tell you the last time we went away for an evening together overnight. I mean, some of it was before the kids were born. Yeah, You know, and I think it can happen to people even who don't have kids. You can, We can get caught up in all kinds of things that are just even maybe good things. You, There are couples who can be serving so much at their church that they're away from their family. Yeah. You can be serving so much. Um, you can be so caught up in your career that, man, I've just got, if I can just get to this big thing, if I can push to this, if I can get to this deadline, and then there's the next deadline, and mm. then the next, and over time, you've spent so much time at the office trying to hit all these deadlines and make all the money to take care of your family, because that's a good thing to take care of your family, mm-hmm. but to to spend all that time away, it's like, wow, that six weeks that big project turned into six months and that turned into six years. And I don't even know my wife anymore, well, my husband anymore. And let you, know, you talk about taking care of the family. Let's be honest. There's taking care of your family. And then it crosses over to, you're not really taking care of your family anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you're just trying to leverage the stuff you have right. to try to make enough money to afford the stuff you have or to, to hit some career goals that may, may, you know, bolster your, your yeah. insecurities in yourself. But it, it, at some point it becomes, and I don't think we realize that when this happens, it's no longer really about taking care of the family. It's about other things. Yeah. And if we really skimmed life back, we could do with a lot less. Yeah. It, yeah. If we'd skim our overhead back and focus the attention relationally on our marriage, on our kids, we could really 
you know, create yeah. a lot of space uh, and a lot of a lot of simple in our lives. You know, we were recently watching a, a series that was back in the back back in the eighteen hundreds, and um, I was struck by the how little they had. It's like we've got a motorhome where we go out and go camping, and basically their whole life and everything they owned was in that little was in that little covered wagon. Yeah, and I thought of all times in history that we could live. We've got the most comfort. We've got the most, I mean, we've got running water. We've got electricity. We've got the, but we've got the most overhead. We've Mm -hmm. got the most worry. We've got the most anxiety, probably of just about any generation because Mm -hmm. we have created this, I I need this, which we've turned our wants into calling them needs. Mm -hmm. And then we chase those so, um, you know, feverishly that we just don't have time to slow and, and, and to enjoy the people that are in front of us and invest in the people. And I mean, you've all, we've all heard that if God, I mean, if the devil can't make you bad, it'll make you busy. And Mm -hmm. it's just so true. That was the the message Sunday at church. Mm. And, um, and and it's so, so true. So how do we, in our marriage, how do you avoid the drift? If drift is unintentional, it takes intentionality to avoid the drift because, and, and we've said this many times on the podcast, if we just go through life, unintentional about stuff, everything in our life will drift. Yeah. And we've said this before, whether it's our finances or whether it's our fitness, you know, I can, man, I could go a few weeks and be in a half here recently, be unintentional with what I'm eating and just enjoying everything. Mm -hmm. And then the time comes where I look in the mirror and I'm like, Ooh, Oh, okay. I'm going to have to be intentional again about my eating finances the same way. You know, you pay the, when you pay the bills each month, you get in and you're like, oh, we need to tighten up. We've kind of let things go. We ate, we've taken our eye off the ball. I got to start paddling again. Yeah, I got to start paddling again. Get out of my snackle box, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to work it in more. That work. So, so what are the things that we need to do to bring intentionality back so that we don't drift? Yeah, I think the first thing is to intentionally pursue each other. Um, that means we've got to make sure we're dating each other. We've got, I mean, weeks like this, I mean, we could have just let this pass by, but we saw an opportunity and we're like, look, we, we really need just some time for, for ourselves and yeah. um, time just focusing on each other. Yeah, we've got stuff we've got to do around here this week, but we're doing, we're spending a whole lot more time yeah. intentionally going out to dinner, going kayak and doing mm-hmm. things going together. Going to Braves game tomorrow. Yep. Yep, because our sweet kids surprised oh, us, and so I got to give them another shout out. I, I'm missing them a little bit, but they they actually <laughs> not at all. Me they no. they got us Braves tickets. This, the little stinkers went to Dollar General, got a gift card. So they asked me this couple of weeks ago, Dad, can you take us to Dollar General? And I'm like, Sure. And they're like, Your anniversary's coming up, and we need to get you want to get you something. I'm like, Oh, okay, great. From the so I take General. them to the DG, or we call it the Rattle Mall. And we take them, I take them there. I'm sitting in the car. They go in, they come back. Dad, you're going to love this, man. You're going to, you're going to love this. Mom's going to love it too. Sure, and I'm like, sure. Yeah, it came from the Dollar General. I'm sure I am. I didn't say that, but I thought that. And then, so they got a gift card mm-hmm. and then they, they didn't know how to, uh, they, they were going to buy them online, but they knew if we got, if they got our uh, credit card, we'd see. Yeah, yeah. And so they got a gift card and then they got one of the college students at the church to, to help, help them buy the tickets and so they gave us tickets to the I Braves know, game. It was so sweet. Oh, it was awesome. awesome. So so sweet. So we're going tomorrow. Yep. So yep. what was the point Business of that? Businessman special. What was the point of that? 
Uh, you're missing the kids? Snackle box. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, we're investing in time with each yes, other. Yes, we're yes. spending time together. So, um, but yeah, so it's just working on your friendship. I mean, just doing fun stuff together and, and that builds intimacy. So that's, that's one way that we can avoid it. It's just making sure we're pursuing each other. Yep. Um, and, and I think the second way is kind of like you with the snake. You got to keep your guard up. Mm-hmm. You are deathly afraid of snakes. Why? Because I don't want them to bite me. <laughs> but you were they could kill me you, you were that's that's very <laughs> obvious but you were i mean you were conditioned to hate snakes yeah you? i was i've been mean, growing up i mean i lived in the in the country in the middle of the woods and every time i walked out the door watch out for snakes watch out for snakes because it most of the snakes around there were rattlesnakes or you know i mean this, we had timber rattlers we had um, if you were down near the pond, there were cottonmouth, you know, there was, it was tell just, what your mom did one time. This will explain the whole, which time Oh, <laughs> this, this will explain. <laughs> well, she was constantly killing them, but I mean, she's, she would carry a pistol in her glove compartment no, on the she, dirt road. She, put, she scared me one time. She had one, she had already killed and it was in the, it was in a bucket out in the yard and she sent me out to go get the bucket. And that wasn't nice cause it freaked me out, That's but, cruel. but she's also cooked rattlesnakes for my dad. He or a rattlesnake tastes like chicken. I think I don't remember really, but I think it was kind of. Uh, you know, rubbery. next time we go uh, kayaking, you should put that in the um, snackle box. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so I we need yes. a little bell every time we say the word. Ding. Yep, it's like I'll snap. So we need some kind of prize if somebody can um, answer correctly. Answer, answer how, how many, many times, times we said mm-hmm. the sna- snackle box word and tag us in it. You know, yep. Yep. All right, so, so keep your guard up. Um, we're drifting. Yeah. <laughs> we need to Spitting. keep our, our guard up uh, just in the same way you were conditioned to hate snakes, yeah. right? We need to be conditioned to mm-hmm. hate drift because we can look around us. We know our, our friends, people around us. We know uh, our parent, maybe your parents' marriage or aunts and uncles or siblings, some, some friends who you've seen drift and drift apart and it, mm-hmm. and it just devastates their marriage their family and sometimes it even ends in divorce and so that should condition us i just made a full circle Mm -hmm. into keeping our guard up sure and guarding against it Uh, the enemy is always on the offense Mm -hmm. he's he's that's all he does he doesn't play defense Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a defense Mm -mm. against uh, what christ has done and so he's always on the, the offense and so we have to take a defensive stance yeah, against it yeah. and even an offensive stand against it. So filter what comes into your life. Filter what takes a hold of your calendar. Filter what takes a hold of your time. Yeah. Because a lack of time and attention is really what leads to, to drift yep. most of the time. Yep. Um, another thing is make sure you're resolving conflict and you're forgiving each other so that you can move on. Because... Mm. I think sometimes we we have stuff that comes up and then we just kind of sweep it under the rug and over time you could you don't realize it but then one little thing will come up and you're like oh I didn't know that was a, a sore spot until you you pressed on it again mm. I didn't know that was a, a nerve until you hit it again and I didn't know that was something that was deeply rooted until it comes up again and and then it comes up again and again if you don't deal with it it continues over time to just a little bit at a time you take one little step away from the person mm. and then take another little step away from the person mm. and before long there's an ocean of of distance it's it's this wedge mm-hmm. 
that you don't realize and that wedge kind of gets in there and it begins to 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 push you apart without even thinking about it without even realizing it you know it's kind of like when you go to the to the ocean and you've got the uh, the pool mm-hmm. the tow the undertow the, the undercurrent uh-huh. the tide and you don't even realize it's there and you go out in the ocean you don't realize it's there and then what begins to happen well it begins to pull you out drags you out drags you away and that's you're right that's what unforgiveness and unresolved conflict and um Especially if you're a person that hates conflict. If you're a person that is conflict adverse, averse, averse, not adverse, conflict averse. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. If you don't like conflict. If you don't like conflict, words are very hard, um, then you need to take the time, the energy, Mm -hmm. and the resolve because what's going to happen is that conflict's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And then the day when you have to deal with it, it's going yep. to be much worse than if you can just resolve it. So continually resolve conflict and forgive each other. Um, and then I think the last one is establish a plan to course correct mm-hmm. yearly. And we preach this a lot. Every podcast, marriage podcast does. But you, just like we're trying to do this week, you have got to take some time with just each other. To paddle towards each other. To paddle towards each other, yeah. And uh, the other day we're we're – Paddleboard, and we have these inflatable um, paddleboard kayaks. Mm-hmm. So it's paddleboard, and then you've, you've seen them probably if you're listening. And you put a seat on it, and it can kayak. And so we haven't done this in a couple of years. So we started out kayaking mm-hmm. most of the time, and then we're like, okay, we're gonna <laughs> get back into paddleboard. And it takes a second. Uh-huh. Like I, it was odd. I stood up, and, and I'm kind of feeling Wobbly. weird. And then you said you reminded me, hey remember the thing don't lock your your knees I'm like oh yeah and so mm-hmm. I had to get my feet adjusted and then after a minute man I, it, it was great mm-hmm. it felt great and then we got separated and so I kind of had to stop and paddle back and you paddled towards me and that's a lot of what course correcting is mm-hmm. is it's gonna at first if you haven't had a date if you haven't put things on the calendar it's gonna feel really odd and it's gonna feel cumbersome because we're not used to just taking a week or a weekend for ourselves. And we're not used to taking that amount of finances for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I saw a little meme earlier on, online and it was somebody said, when I spend money on myself and the person was like biting a stringer and I was like, no, I shouldn't do that. And it said, when I spend money on my kids, he's like, you know, cash, yeah. just throwing cash right. into the air. And so yeah. it, we get that way. And we don't want, wow, we, we've got, we got something coming up for the kids, or we yeah. got this, or they got this. We can't spend that money on us. Bull-oney, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, which was in the snuckle box. <laughs> um, it, we need to take that, that, we need to take those resources, time resources and, and money resources, yeah. and set it aside for us, for your marriage, Same. for your relationship. And that'll help you course correct it. Uh, Bonnie, what are some ideas of how they can do that. So I think um, we said the course correct yearly, but I think this is something that you can, to stay on course, you need to do. There's Well, we kind of have a plan for it that we've come up, mm. we've started say, telling people. And I think you have to make a, a plan to intentionally connect with your spouse. And I think the first one is to have daily check-ins. Mm. Don't just wait till you're far apart. You, you paddle towards each other. You know, when you're on a kayak, you have to paddle every few seconds to keep mm-hmm. going the direction you want to go. And so it's that daily taking a step towards each other. And maybe it's just, um, 
you know, sending each other texts in the middle of the day or at the end of the day yeah, when the kids good. are in bed, just check in. How was your day? Or first thing in the morning, touching base. It's the it's the little daily touching base that um, if you do that enough, then, you know, you don't have to have these huge, make these huge strides back towards each other if you can do that. But mm-hmm. but then, so there's the daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly. Yeah. Kind of a way to keep up with this. So, so daily the, the check-in. Daily check-ins. And then there's the weekly, which is date night. You guys have heard it a million times, but it, it, it really is. It's that set-aside time for a date night. And if you have the resources and you have the time and the ability, then man, go on a date. It's great. Go out to dinner, do something fun. You're not going to be able to do that every week. No. In in our day and time, people just don't have that amount of money. Because a date night, if you got kids, it's a couple hundred dollars a yeah. week. And, um, and, and, and Or that time. But you can set aside things that kind of are similar or can equal that. So mm-hmm. if you can't do a big date, you know, you can only do it once every few weeks, at least get a sitter for the kids or after the kids go to bed, spend some intentional time there. Yep. And maybe That's that right. is dinner. Maybe that is coffee at night with dessert or a glass of wine on the back deck, or maybe, you know, don't binge. I mean, binge watch a show, but don't do it in, yeah. indefinitely. Yep. Once you're in, done with that show, mm-hmm. take a, a month's break and do something else yep. I and mean, play board Goals. games. Yeah. I I forget how fun board games are or cards until we do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and speaking you talk. of yeah, and speaking of do it, do it, do other married things, mm-hmm. right? Have sex that creates yeah. that time to right. do that when we set aside time for that. So the daily check-ins, the weekly date nights, or something equivalent. And then monthly, do a big fun because you can, with date night, say, oh, I have to do a date night. You get in a rut with even date night. Let's just go to dinner and a movie or let's just go to dinner or whatever. But find something fun to do, something mm-hmm. that you're, you're not used to doing. Maybe once a month, go sure. kayaking. Kayaking. That's right. Yep. Paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. Or go on a hike. Or there are so many ideas. Well, if you are looking for those ideas, you can. That's right. Sign up for the Marriage Adventure mm-hmm. Challenge and you can download a PDF of a hundred or more ideas mm-hmm. and there's there's cheap ideas in there there's expensive ideas in there there's outdoor ideas there's indoor ideas there's romantic ideas there's so many different types of ideas in that pdf so just go to the marriageadventure.com sign up for the marriage adventure challenge and you can download that yep. and uh and that it's it's just it, you have to have fun yep i was listening to a podcast yesterday um it really meant a lot. It was my, my old youth pastor in high school was one of the most pivotal people in my life. And you know, you can go back and you can look at people that were pivotal mm-hmm. and, uh, that, excuse me, that meant a lot. And he was one of them. Brother Doug was his name. And, uh, and his son was on, um, a podcast episode of a podcast yesterday for Father's Day. And Brother Doug's friend does his podcast and he interviewed his son and, uh, and he said that um, his dad said at the end of his life, he said two things that he would do more if he could go back and change anything. Um, and one of those was I would have more fun. Mm. And this was a fun-loving guy, but I would have more fun. And we've got to interject fun into our families, into our marriage, um, because we see all through Scripture it talks about delight Delight in the Lord, Jesus delight, you know, and what is that? It's fun. Mm. And so, um, so quarterly, get away 
and just do something fun. Or monthly, do something fun. Monthly. Quarterly, Quarterly, do a big getaway. That's and, right. And that might be a vacation, just the two of you for a couple of nights. It might be a whole week, um, or it might be just a, a weekend or even one night. But do yeah. a getaway where you actually have 24 hours to yourself, just the two of you that you can... If you can work that in quarterly, at least do that yearly, minimum yeah. of yearly, and then, um, and then the last thing would be would be yearly to do some sort of marriage enrichment where you're focusing mm-hmm. specifically on your relationship dynamics. Where maybe you're maybe you're going on a marriage retreat, maybe you're reading a book together, or doing a Bible study together, or listen to a podcast together, mm-hmm. or something that um, is enriching yes. your relationship. Mm-hmm. That, that is a focused effort of. Diving into the Word of God or going away. Yeah. I like that. And we have options here uh, with our um, customized private marriage retreats. Mm-hmm. You can take a weekend, come here. It comes with with uh, lodging for two nights, three days, it, breakfast both mornings, and then three hours of customized marriage coaching centered around, tailored just for you and your relationship and your marriage. Or you could look at our intensives, our reset intensives. Maybe you've walked through a lot. And you're just like, man, we need to debrief and process Mm -hmm. some things. Uh, Reset intensive maybe for you. But things like that will intentionally drive your focus back towards your relationship Mm -hmm. and help you avoid that drift. So that's great. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Hey, if you're on social media, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And also go to YouTube and like and subscribe this podcast. You guys have a great week. We are all alone.